everyone. Welcome back to another episode here at Lifted Hands, Lifted Hearts podcast. Hello, hello. For those of you who may be listening in for the first time, my name is Ashley Lockett. I am a born again believer who loves God and I love encouraging, motivating, inspiring others, others, (laughs) others through and with the word of God. I am a wife of a long, what? 15 years what month is this april may will be how long have i been married 11 years hmm oh my goodness i'm getting to that point where it's like since 2012 (laughs) 11 years will be may married 11 years been together 14 years you know you got to get those two things mixed up but anyway a wife and mother of two boys and a baby girl lifted hands lifted hearts has 12 other episodes available for you to listen in i created this podcast out of obedience to god and what i love about presenting it to you is um the fact that i get to speak on matters um that god just lays on my heart and i'm I'm not cut off by a ig or facebook story or getting lost in the sauce with the live on social media due to the crazy algorithms that occur on social media. You know, people don't aren't able to see posts um, sometimes because of the algorithm. But yeah, I love that you're able to subscribe to your listening station of choice and be notified each and every time I upload. And it used to be every Monday that I would drop an episode, but baseball season has started. My middle son and my baby girl both play ball. And I volunteered to be the coach <laughs> to help out, not the coach, but the first base coach or outfield coach or whoever, whatever they need me at. And so I have been going to practices and games and it's been a lot. So, yeah, but it's been fun. I'm excited about this season. I'm excited about um, just seeing them progress in their, you know, sport. And um, but that's why the for those who have been following since day one, shout out to you. Mm-mm-mm. That is why Mondays have changed. Um, not because I don't have anything to share with you guys. When you're talking about the word of God and we're talking about living the word and being encouraged, it's always some kind of inspiration uh, for you. It's just this time schedule. But anywho, thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for um, continuing to listen. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I hope it just continues to help you grow in the Lord, grow in your walk with Christ and just help sharing your, you know, sharing this with other people so that they are encouraged, motivated, inspired, you know, and the things that they got going on in their lives. So again, if you haven't already uh, subscribed to the podcast, do so now. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, let's get right into this episode 13. So I was driving down the road thinking about some things I have seen on social media this past few weeks. One particular Easter production (laughs) that was owned by a very popular entity. Um, I refuse to call it a church. It is an entity. (laughs) It is a business um, because it's just not even, mm, it's not worthy to be called a church in, you know, what I see as biblical standard. (laughs) But anyway, my main thought was you can't even tell God's people from the world these days. You can't even tell God's people from the world. 
And all these new believers are intrigued, you know, by the way these wolves in sheep clothing are carrying on because they don't know that the people of God should look, act, and carry themselves differently from the world. They don't know that they're being, they're being called out to from the world to um, holiness because a lot of the entities look like the parties that they've gone to or look like the concerts that they've attended in the world and y'all it just broke my heart it broke my heart it broke my heart (laughs) okay and so this is where um this brought me to the title of this week's message familiar or peculiar you know I always got to ask y'all a question there's a question today a couple questions actually my first question though is for you is um this week is does the world or the non-believers the non-believers of Christ see you as familiar or peculiar due to the way you speak, conduct yourself, the places you go, what you participate in. Is your lifestyle familiar or peculiar? That's the question. Is it? If, and I put emphasis on if, you are a Christian, nothing about your life should look familiar to the world. Okay? If anyone in Christ... If anyone is in Christ, you are a new creature. All old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. And that speak that speaks about when you become a Christian, when you become a believer, when you have been, you know, brought out of the world into the light. All things have old, old things. I'm sorry. Old things have passed away all things new also in Ephesians 4 for it gives us instructions for Christian living instructed us to put off the old self and put on the new self created to be like God that's scripture guys created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness again Ephesians 4 and then 2nd Corinthians 5 and 17 for those who I always encourage you to go back and read go read for yourself so God can speak to your heart you know, it's one way, it's one thing to listen to, you know, encouragement and inspiration, but it, going to read for yourself is nothing like hearing it from somebody else. So make sure you go back and reference those scriptures and let just sit and meditate in that. Ask God to show you what that looks like for you. Okay. Um, because we all come from different walks of life, you know, old self and new self. New self should be the same. We should all be on one accord. But everybody has an old self that dealt with different things in their lives that they, you know, come across or done. But the new self should look just like everyone else. That that heart, that heart for God, that holiness, the way of life, it should look the same as a Christian. Because the Bible doesn't specify um, one person live one way and another. Look, I'm rambling. Tell me to get to the point. Okay. Get to the point, Ashley. Stick to the script. <laughs> I do ramble. But all throughout the word of God, he tells us what we are not to be of, that we are not to be of this world. Uh, we have a responsibility to show the world what godliness looks like. The problem is uh, most of these <laughs> Christians or, you know, people, I'm going to just call them people. Most of these people want to fit in and have the same peace, favor, blessings, the joy of God. And I'm sorry, stop looking for those things of God in a sinful world. 
you cannot gather favor, peace, blessings, the joy of God in a sinful world, one or the other. When you need advice, you need godly wisdom. What does the world, what does the word of God say? Uh, and then what does man say? How does God want you to handle your situation? Not what man agrees acceptable, right? I hope you understand where I'm going with this. Is either God or not God? There's no mix in between because God don't, God's word does not reflect that of the world. You're either in God or in the world. I, let me say that again. You're either in in God or of the world because we are in the world, but we're called not to, we're called to not be of the world, right? Whole nother subject kind of goes into, um, you know, the same with, with being peculiar or familiar, but we are in the world, but we're not a part of the world. We're not of this world. Um, I want you to take some time and think about where our key scripture today, today, I want you to meditate and reflect this week. It's uh, 1 Peter 2 and 9, and I think I'm going to go to verse 10 too, just because it gives you that all around, you know, concept of what this message is about. But it reads, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. And I got to break down the word peculiar for you because I want you to really understand. It says you're unusual. You're special. You're unfamiliar. You're different. Okay? You're peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Which in the past time were not a people. Meaning you were not a peculiar person. You were not a special person. You were no different from the world but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And that's first Peter uh, two, nine and 10. We have a responsibility to live set apart in who we are as God's people. That is our responsibility to live set apart. The only way we can do that is to read the word of God. The way you should conduct yourself is in there. It's in the Bible of how you should conduct yourself, right? The problem is we watch too much of the world and not of enough of the word to know the difference, right? It feels normal to you because you're familiar with it, what you see the world doing. It feels normal because that's what you're familiar with. And I encourage you to become more familiar with the standards of God. And that is where the disconnect is. We're, we won't familiarize, y'all know I can't talk, familiarize. If I say it slowly, I can say it. We won't familiarize our, ourselves with the word of God. But instead, we try to bring in what we're familiar with and change the word of God. And that's, that's, not, that's not how it should be. God has standards. He has some amazing standards for his people. We're not to look like them. We're not to act like them, the ungodly. Do that and watch how peculiar you become. When I say do that, I mean familiarize yourself with the word of God. 
and watch how peculiar you become to the world. I like how God showed me David uh, when David went to fight the giant Goliath, right? When David took off the armor that Saul provided for him, it seemed very peculiar. It seemed very different for people. Like everyone was familiar with what fighting clothes, fighting armor, war clothes looked like, right? And David said, you can come to me with a sword, spear, and shield. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. David put his hand in his bag and took a stone and slung it with his slingshot. He slew him with his own sword, slew the giant with his own sword. So David's like, we are not the same. You coming to me, (laughs) he didn't say we are not the same. But in today's age, I feel like he was saying, we are not the same. You coming to me with this sword, this spear, and this shield. Honey, I am set apart. I am a peculiar people. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. We are not the same. Christians, we are not the same. Okay? (laughs) We are set apart. But y'all, not just in our fight with the enemy, but in our everyday walk with God, most importantly, we do, we don't need to compromise who God has called us to be to win souls over. We just need to remain peculiar, different, being holy just as our God is holy. That is what we need to do. I hope this message has encouraged you, motivated you, inspired you to keep walking this peculiar walk. You're not going to win a soul by compromising. You're not going to win the favor of the world by compromising. Your walk with God is not going to grow If you compromise, if you continue to look familiar to the world, why in the world would the world want to come to be with God when it looks the same? What about their life is going to actually change? Right. We are the responsibility. We have the responsibility to do so. Again, thank you so much for listening to this week's message. I hope that you finish this rest of this week or start your week with this in mind asking God to reveal to you what your peculiarness, that's probably not a word, peculiarness looks like. (laughs) Continue to read the word of God, grow in the word of God. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. If you, like I said, if you enjoyed this, if it touched you, if it helped you, share it. Share it on your social medias and you guys have an amazing day. Bye.